0: Hey there and welcome to another health essentials podcast i'm john horton your host research shows that snacking can be a good way to improve your health hold off though before you go searching for munchies we're not talking about food we're talking about exercise snacks turns out that short bursts of activity done during the normal course of your day can be an incredibly effective way to build fitness with no sweating required sounds too good to be true right well it's not We've got exercise physiologist Katie Lawton with us today to explain why. She is one of the many trusted experts at Cleveland Clinic who chat with us every week on the podcast to help us live a little healthier. Now let's learn how you can get stronger and more fit just a few minutes at a time. Welcome back to the podcast, Katie. Uh, So glad you could uh, carve out a little bit of time in your schedule and, and sit down and chat with us.
1: No, I'm excited to be here.
0: Well, I got to tell you, I've really been looking forward uh, to this one uh, because I, I feel like this particular topic uh, can help people kind of rethink how they can get or, or stay fit. Um, so many of us look at exercise as something that, that's an ordeal and you got to have like special gear and clothes and equipment and, and gobs of time. Uh, but it doesn't have to be that complicated, right?
1: No, uh, it really doesn't. And I think um, uh, it 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 should be easy or it should be somewhat easy for us to at least um, schedule into our day as well. If it's not easy, it's not something we're generally going to try and make the time to do.
0: Well, that takes us right into uh, our, our main topic today, which is this whole idea of exercise snacks. So is there really that much good that can come out of just moving around kind of vigorously for a minute or two at a time?
1: So honestly, this is a new topic. I want to say um, I looked into this and I think 2019 is when the uh, first study kind of happened on this. Um, You know, so we really don't know just yet what the overall benefits will be. You know, the study that they originally did was off of um, college students. So they were inactive college students. So obviously, they're kind of a younger crowd uh, to start with. Uh, and they ended up doing, um, having them do vigorous intensity, um, for less than a minute. I think they were doing some stair walking. Um, and, uh, I think there was like a little bit of rest in between. So they had to do 20 flights, take a rest and they had to do uh, that three times mm-hmm. and they did it three times throughout the day. Uh, so, you know, uh, again, sorry, I'm getting into this a little bit, but, uh, yeah, it's, it. There's what I think. And then there was another study done. I don't remember the population on that one, but they're all been really kind of small, small groups right now. So I think we're going to kind of see this being studied upon just a little bit further. And um trying to find out, you know, how much is going to be necessary, how many days a week, what type of exercise, you know, so I think we are going to see this a little bit more uh, and to see what type of other benefits potentially could come of this.
0: Yeah. Well, and I, I get the sense that a lot of this kind of goes to the fact that um, we are living uh, as a whole a more sedentary life. We have a lot of office jobs. We're sitting around a lot more. So this is kind of a reminder, just get up and, and, and move uh, every so often.
1: Yeah. Uh, and, you know, uh, you know, people ask me about standing desks even uh, often. I think that's kind of, again, more of a personal preference. Uh, but I think, you know, part of the other problem too is, is, you know, COVID created a lot of problems for people working from home. I do talk to a lot of people that literally don't leave the house all week. I mean, if you really want to think of it that way, uh, you know, people even going hybrid, they are getting up and moving around and getting into the office a little bit more. But uh, I mean, I want to say if I ask some people, like, how many steps do you think you get in a day? And they say maybe between three and five thousand steps. I mean, so I think COVID has unfortunately created us to be a little bit more uh, sedentary in office uh, life as well. Well, you don't
0: even think about that. Like when you go into work, you'd at least walk from your car into the office and things like that. You're right, when you're working from home, uh, I know I have days where I go from upstairs to downstairs and, and you'll look at your your step counter and it's like, wow, I have not moved much.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm sure people decided just to just remove the step counter altogether because they didn't want to, <laughs> you know, <laughs> even know or have an idea as how many steps they were taking that day. But yeah, I, I definitely, and you know, I was talking to some people, especially in the beginning of COVID, it was meeting after meeting after meeting, you know, because they were trying to keep everybody busy. So that was keeping everybody, you know, even more sedentary at times as well.
0: Yeah. One of the things I read and I was kind of researching on the whole exercise snack idea and and I saw um, somebody that quoted and they said, it's not about structuring your day around exercise, but you need to try to structure some exercise into your day. So is that kind of the kind of the mindset you should kind of have in looking at this?
1: I actually kind of quote us the other way around, so. Okay. <laughs> I, I apologize. Um, I usually no. do say that okay. you need to actually plan things around your exercise, right? So that you know okay. you know what time you need to finish work, you know, and and you know you leave the office by four thirty to get to the gym at this time, uh, so that you know things are being placed over over the exercise. So I actually think your day should actually be planned around. So if you have you know you want to work out by one you know o'clock in the afternoon then you know what you know has to be done before and you know what has to you know what you can do afterwards so I'm actually kind of on the flip side of of how that mindset goes
0: well you are clearly more organized than me so <laughs> um so so when I, so so when it comes to the the, the snacking or exercise snacks so you would kind of advise kind of planning them into your day so kind of looking and going all right I have a gap here uh, in my schedule I can I can work one of these little Quick burst uh, activities in and, and kind of get it set throughout your day, so you stay with it.
1: And so the, again, the, the research so far, you know, what they've been telling us is is the is you know seven days a week is three times a day. That's to get the effect out of it. You know, you have to be doing it three times a day for seven days a week. So again, that's what they're telling us is um, what's going to be effective and to be able to see the results and see the improvements in your cardiovascular function. Uh, it, the consistency is going to be important. So yeah, you're going to have to look at, you know, what time of the morning and, you know, middle of the day and what, when you're going to be able to do it in the evening as well.
0: Because everybody does do better with a schedule. So see, this is why people should listen to you as the expert instead of me.
1: (laughs) Uh, I mean, yeah, I I, I do think uh, most people do follow a schedule or a, a a planner, or um, I will even I have I, I work a little bit in executive health, and I will generally tell patients that they need to have their secretaries actually putting the you know ma- the exercise into their schedule because they have secretaries that actually map out their day. So you need to actually physically have them do it for you. Unfortunately. Well,
0: so let's talk about some ways um, what you can do to get exercise snacks in, like some of these activities that that you can do. So. Um... Give us a give us a lineup of uh, things we can do to get moving.
1: So it's going to be more cardiovascular. So they're they're looking for vigorous cardiovascular exercise. So something that you're going to be able to go potentially all out for a minute or less, right? Um, the study was based off of stairs. Okay, so stair climbing is is going to be kind of the one that you know if you've in you know, a I think most people have access to stairs at work or at home. Uh, so stair climbing. Um, if you want to look at you know jumping jacks, jump rope. Uh if you want to I don't know if you want to jaw or sprint is what I should probably say actually. I would probably get away from, you know, trying to get like on, you know, equipment, right? Too much equipment, I guess, just because not everybody kind of has that around. But if yeah, if you want to get on a bike and go all out for a minute, um, maybe looking into something like that, uh at a high like again, this is you know, all based on the research that they're looking at, vigorous, you know, activity. So something that you're gonna be able to go all out in burpees, um, rowing. Uh, so those are maybe some other options as well.
0: So if you're at work though, and you just have, uh, you know, uh, you're not gonna have a lot of that stuff sitting around, you can kind of just make up your own sort of things just using, uh, using your body. I think I saw where uh, wall sitting is, is, is that thing.
1: Okay. Um, so that one, I have not seen that one yet. Again, that one's going to be more for strength, right? So when that's not something that's going to increase your heart rate, okay. uh, you know, so I don't know, um, uh, because I think, again, even in the study, they did find an increase in strength, but they were also doing, um, like, I think they were doing a set of 10 lunges, lunges, set of 10, a squat. And, uh, there was another movement they were doing as far as the warm up goes before each of the, um, the three sessions. So they, you know, they were doing three sets okay. of 10 and squats each time. So maybe, I don't know if that's where they got a little bit of increase in strength. Um, but if, if your goal is to increase, um, quad strength then yeah i mean doing a wall sit might, might be good uh yeah. but unfortunately i just don't know too much yet uh about what the overall benefit of that is going to be you know over a long-term span
0: would any sort of movement just kind of kind of help I and mean, even if uh you do stretching or um you know you said walking in place if uh, you know if you're on a on a zoom call or, or something like that or a phone call you could just kind of You march around your office a little bit, like anything like that that gets your heart rate going a little bit would would be beneficial.
1: I don't know if there's necessarily as much research on you know even just kind of you know walking in place yet at this point for me to say yes, but I think the the biggest piece is it's always going to be that consistency aspect, you know, making sure you're doing it on a daily basis and moving on a daily basis rather than doing it a day here and then maybe um, one day next week, you know. I can't say that's going to be very impactful if we're just doing it when we remember to do it again. You know, so again, if you can do it over a span of a, a month or two months and you really find the consistency in it, I, I think you're going to see the impact of it.
0: Well, and, and I think you might have touched on this, but just to reemphasize it, like how often should you look to to kind of snack during the day um, with this? Like uh, Just two times, three times? I mean, is there a, a kind of a, just a goal that you should look to hit?
1: Again, this is kind of more newer. so I, I don't um, I think we kind of need a little bit more research to find out what how much is needed. But right now, the research is telling us you know the, those three days a week, or I'm sorry, those three times a day, seven days a week is really what you know that's that uh, what they're saying is um, uh, what can improve your cardiovascular function is if that's that's what is going to be necessary to do it
0: it's hard to believe that just that sort of movement um, where where you're not really breaking a sweat. And I guess we should emphasize that if you're at work doing it, because I know people, you know, you don't want to show up at your next meeting, uh, you know, dripping, but this is just like a a quick burst and and you kind of do it. You kind of get a little out of breath and then you kind of, you kind of pull the plug on it and it just, it's enough to kind of get your body I guess, moving and and everything kind of activated. Right.
1: Yeah. And again, um, you know, kind of go back into the back to this, you know, the, the study in the research right now says it is on was on inactive um, individuals to begin with, right? So if we're doing this for somebody that's already highly active as it is, I don't know how much of an impact it's really going to, you know, take into effect. But if you're, you know, someone that really doesn't really exercise a whole lot. I, yeah, I think that that is going to be something that's going to make probably a little bit more impact than, you know, not doing anything at all.
0: And it's so hard to believe that these little movements during the day, like just taking a a couple of minutes to say I'm going to walk up and down the, the stairs, uh, you know, for a minute or two, um, that it makes that much of a difference. But but if you're somebody who's not working out regularly, it, it sounds like you can get a lot of benefit out of out of doing it.
1: My guess is there's probably more of a benefit from somebody that's not doing you know anything to you know light in activity that versus somebody that's going to be doing you know regular. Um, You know, someone who runs regularly or somebody that does, you know, cross it regularly or something on those lines. I'm not really, I I don't know at what point yet because we don't have the research on it to know that that, there's going to be a whole lot of um, cardiovascular function benefit, you know, for those people. The research is saying, you know, again, there's only two research studies at this point, maybe three, that are saying that they have found that there has been an impact as far as cardiovascular function. Um, for those those individuals that that did start into you know those the the, the snacking
0: and and that well, I mean, obviously that helps your your heart, your lungs, and it should just make you feel a little better if you kind of just start working these little um exercise sessions uh, into your day,
1: you know, and even in general, you know the other part too is is you know we don't know what the difference is if you were to go for a thirty minute walk, you know, versus kind of doing the the snacking throughout the day you know, so I don't know where, if, if there is kind of a difference between the two. So if you, you know, want to also think about it as, um, maybe you've been trying to go for walks throughout the day versus kind of doing some snacking. I think it is, um, you know, going to be what's going to work better for you and your schedule and what's going to make you be more consistent with it. Maybe the vigorous intensity is probably a little bit more intimidating to a lot of people. So maybe, you know, um, looking for maybe even trying to do like probably a little bit longer than a minute walk, but yeah, um, maybe trying to, uh, use the stairs instead of, um, you know, taking the elevator uh, would be another thing that also uh, consider around the office to, uh, you know, be a little bit more active throughout the workday.
0: Well, yeah. And, and, and take the spot at the end of the parking lot instead of like circling eight times to see if you can find that well, spot right by the door. I mean,
1: <laughs> we all know we're guilty of it at times as well. <laughs> Well, and, and this is—I feel like
0: we get back here, and we've touched on this topic in so many uh, of the podcasts. It, it's just that, as a whole, people are are not active enough. So it, it sounds like this concept of, of exercise snacking—it's just a way to to think about moving a little more and getting your body kind of activated and, and those muscles engaged and all that stuff. So so I, so you don't just stiffen up and you know, turn into a, I guess a blob by the end of the day.
1: Yeah. And I, I apologize. I think I skipped over it, but you had mentioned even stretching, um, you know, for that, that stacking option as well. If if that's your goal, right. It depends on what your goal is for doing any type of stacking. If you, if, yeah. Um, if you think you can, you know, stop work and kind of do some stretching, um, throughout the day, I think that is going to be much more beneficial. Uh, again, if we can do it more regularly, you're going to see more of an impact as far as flexibility goes. Um, but is your overall goal to get up and move around and get more steps? then no stretching is not necessarily going to be something that's going to help um, you know reach those step count. But you know, yeah, depending on I think what you what you ultimately uh, want to do with the snacking will depend on uh, what type of exercise you should be doing during those snacking.
0: So So kind of find something that fits what you need and and what kind of hits your needs and, and just build that into the day. Absolutely. All right. Well, now I feel like I need to get out of this chair and start moving around now. That always <laughs> happens when I talk to you.
1: So, <laughs> um, before I do though,
0: um, do you have anything else that you want to add about this kind of idea of exercise snacks and 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 how people can uh, can can do it?
1: Yeah, and I you know I think I always mention this in all of the um things, you know times that we've talked. Um especially when we're talking about vigorous intensity exercise, um you, you absolutely need to make sure that you're clear with your cardiologist. Um uh, first, um, and then you know, looking at some orthopedic things as well. But um, you know, I, we do have to be a little bit more concerned about people with heart arrhythmias and uh, coronary artery disease. And there are some, you know, uh, aneurysms. And um, also, the other part too is getting that warm up in right uh, beforehand. Uh, it is it, it, a little bit more beneficial for injury prevention as far as the musculature goes in our legs and things on those lines. So if, if we're going to do A true snack you know based on the research study um they were doing a warm-up beforehand which i also think is always important as well all
0: right so if you're going to do something that's pushing the the bounds of that make sure you get a little warm up maybe that's your walk to the stairs before you kind of go up and down those flights and just (laughs) kind of
1: yeah (laughs) kind of kind of work it in a little i guess in the the study they were doing squats lunges and maybe some jumping jacks beforehand so you know even before vigorous intensity exercise we um, or any type of cardiovascular exercise, we want to try and making sure we are getting our heart rate up a little bit, because uh, that it, it, it is a lot easier for our, our heart to get a little bit more of a jump start when we kind of jump right out of the gate. So it is actually kind of a, a warm up for your heart too, um, to think about doing something a little bit beforehand versus you know going from a seated position to just taking it all out perhaps the stairs.
0: Well, you never want to surprise your ticker too much. So that's that's always uh, always good advice. <laughs> um, so thanks again for coming in, Katie. It's always great to talk with you. You have, you have wonderful tips. So thank you.
1: Uh, I love talking to you too. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: It's time to rethink the idea of exercise. Sure, you can spend an hour breaking a sweat at the gym, but it's also important to just move briskly in short spurts throughout the day consider this an invitation to start exercise snacking. Till next time, be well.
1: Thank you for listening to Health Essentials, brought to you by Cleveland Clinic and Cleveland Clinic Children's. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or visit clevelandclinic.org slash HEPodcast. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to replace the advice of your own physician.